Well, good evening, ladies. This is Gloria Ward, and I'm the founder of the I'm Loving Me Project. And tonight, we are going to talk about a serious topic that has been kind of sort of labeled taboo. But what we know here is that we love to bring you um, topics and information that you need to really, really, really be self-aware. And since we talk uh, about expanding ourselves and our lives, one of the things that we decided to do here at the I'm Loving Me Project is talk about human trafficking. And not only about human trafficking, but the racial disparities in human trafficking. So we have brought on Miss Angelica Brooks. How are you, ma'am? I'm good. How are you? And she is going to educate us and help us understand uh, some of the racial disparities with human trafficking and also just give us an overview of what it is and what we can look out for. So thank you so much for being here and just let everybody know who you are and, and, and what you do. Sure, my name is Angelica Brooks and I'm a private investigator in Alabama. I have um, two organizations, one of them being the Silent Voices Project where we do research and um, do some heavy kind of research and things like that into human trafficking. And then I have my private investigation firm. Okay. And I, my first question is, is that um, I know here in Atlanta, right? There's, right. It's, it's really big here in Atlanta as far as human trafficking is concerned, especially amongst young girls. And especially right now, a lot of these people who are doing these things are like doing it in broad daylight where they yeah. are snatching women you, you have to worry about going to the mall, all this stuff. Was this something that has been going on for a very long time that we ignored? Or is it, you know, something going on that we don't know about? Like, how has this evolved so much where now we have to be, you know, very careful about even going to the mall? I think this, well, of course, this has been going on way back since slavery, but... Yeah. In a sense now, um, it's become more, I guess the targets have changed. So, you know, now they're kind of targeting the youth and things like that. Um, back in the day, it was, it was more so, you know, we have our slaves, we have the slave woman, you know, it was like total control. Now, in order to gain that control, because everybody's independent now, now we've got to break you down, mold you, get the control. You know, it's a whole process now. It's not, it's nowhere near as easy as it was before. It's more of a challenge for them, but it's 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 in broad daylight and even more so now with COVID. And explain, I don't see that's that's the thing that is confusing to me is that you know you are snatching up these young girls. You are I read uh, um, a news report a long time ago, which you probably already know about that um a guy snatched up a young lady he drugged her put her in a hotel she wakes up she's in this hotel she doesn't know what's going on she sees another girl crying next to her they rape her they abuse her they do all this stuff to her right 
she was missing for two or three days. Um, and then the detectives find her, right? She gets to go home. She's pregnant. Mm. She mm. had the baby, right? Wow. And so now you have all this trauma and everything. The other little girl that was there, she killed herself. Oh my goodness. And that little girl was 13 years old, right? This young lady, I think was uh, 15 or 16. She was at the bus stop trying to go ahead and get home. How do we protect our kids in this time and know that they are kind of safe when all of this stuff is going on? Because the, it's like the rules are changing. When people find out, you know, don't, don't get next to a white van, don't do this, don't do that, then right. you know it's something else. Like, what should we be looking out for and how do we protect our kids? I think one of the things as parents is just, you know, educating your educating them, talking to them about human trafficking, things to look for, the signs. Um, more so now that kids are at home and not necessarily um, in a school, you know, at this point with COVID, they're in they're they're going wherever your kid is. So whether that be video games, whether that be, you know, um, video games. Video games if like if they play live on video games. If they games. play live, if they're playing live, it's easy to have a conversation and invite somebody in, um, right? Kids vent all the time. They may be upset because, you know, their parents may have grounded them or something. So they're on the game and they're da-da-da-da-da-da-da. That's like a trigger. So they're going to pick that up and be like, oh man, my mom's doing the same thing. You know, it's just, and then when eventually they meet them or, you know, some kids are really, um, like these young girls that you see that are dressed inappropriately. And um, I just saw a commercial the other day, the young girl, she had took one photo, inappropriate photo for who she thought was another teenager. Wow. And behind it was another man. And he told her, he said, if you don't, if you don't give me another photo or do another striptease, whatever he wanted her to do, um, I'm going to take the other photo and put it all over social media to all your friends and your parents so everybody can see. Then they've got them. Because gotcha. the kid's going to keep doing that because what's the consequence? You know, yeah. so it's just, I think it's just the education around it and just letting them know that it it, it is real. Um, and they're not looking for you in those, like I said, they're not looking for you in those ways that they would think. There are kids that are positioned in school. My son, um, when he was in the 10th grade, he came home and he said, mom, I was telling everybody what you do about human trafficking. And one of the boys said, your mom is never going to be able to stop us because that's how my family eats. The boy? A bo another boy in his class. So it's not just recruitment, the strange man trying to recruit your child, that it's families involved. It's, it's how they eat. It's how they put food on their table. It no. has expanded so much more than people and, and so what is the psychology behind this? Where you have a young kid in school telling your son this, saying mm -hmm. that this is how our family eat. Like, you have to explain this. Because I'm like, how do you, what is the psychology behind this whole thing? Like, is it money involved? Are you prostituting these girls? Like, what is happening? They, 
they can even befriend your child. Like, you know, your child's going to school. She thinks the guy's cute or whatever. They become good friends. But on the other side, his motive is to get her into trafficking. Then your daughter goes missing. There's no, you don't know how, who she's with. You know, um, she might just skip school for the day with this boy and then that's it. You know, he comes back to school. She doesn't. Um, it's, it's just the, it's the process. It's how they groom. And so not only are kids being groomed for the purpose of uh, recruiting, they're being groomed, you know, for the process of them being able to take your kid. And then there's children and families being groomed on how to market, how to go out there and get these girls. So it's, I mean, it's completely, it, it will blow your mind that, that, <laughs> at their techniques. Um, that is terrible. And they take these young men and women and they do what with them? They are, you know, is it like a, the Harvey Weinstein thing where you you are set off with these older men? Are you uh, doing prostitution? Is it, or is is a, a lot variety of, of things? That is a lot of it. It is tied heavily into prostitution um, because that's eventually, you know, that's usually where they end up and that pimp is the one who's recruited them into that process. And you know, you may see them. I know when I worked in the prison system, I would see them, you know, the after effect. I was recruited, I was pimped, and, and now I'm here, you know. Um, you even see some that get arrested, but they were just, they were being prostituted too. They just were older of age. And so they go down too, but their story is still the same as that young girl, you know, they're still a victim. So um, there's definitely so many different avenues and they they get creative every day. They, is it a way they treat their victims though? Is it like, you know, you gotta be upset with your family or how do they, they do children? They do watch, they do, there are some that watch. So there's different, um, the human traffickers, they have different tasks. So some of them are just simply, you know, recruiting. And so they'll come and they might uh, scope them all for your child. Um, they may look at that child that's inappropriately dressed, trying to talk to guys that are above her age. I mean, thing, these are things that invite them in all over social media with inappropriate clothes on, inappropriate attire, um, parents not involved, maybe in a group home, constantly running away, um, different things like that. Um, a lot of the times these young girls, when they're running away, there's like a somebody who's got this persona of a savior on the other end. They're not just running away by themselves. There's somebody, you know, out there that's like, come run away with me or come with me or we can, you know, run away together as a boyfriend, girlfriend type of thing. But usually that's like the kind of their recruitment method is just trying to warm up to your child, get your child's heart. And then once that's done, then it's, you know, it's, it can't be undone. Um, they've got control. And now when we talk about the racial disparities, um, what, what are we looking at when, as, as, as far as that is concerned? More African-American girls are being taken. Is it, you know, more are being put into prostitution? And if so, why? More of our African-American girls are being taken. Um, there are some trends that you, you kind of see in, in, in more so in our 
our atmosphere, um, in our culture. Because when you look at when you look at the music videos, when you look at the way that us women are portrayed, and then you know you go into the, some of these urban communities or you know less wealthy communities, and you see the way these kids think that this is the way I got to look to get this type of attention. It's drawing the wrong attention real quick. Um, parents may be working double jobs and just may not be home to see every single thing their child is doing. I mean, different things like that make the child more of a target um, than the child realizes. They think that their goal is just, you know, just be popular, just be, you know, the next best thing. But in reality, they're, they're really hurting themselves in our culture. And um, I mean, we have more single parent homes. Um, more, you know, a lot of CPS and child protective service involved cases. And I mean, there's just so much and not enough education. There's not enough education um, in our culture when it comes to human trafficking at all, um, because they just, the kids are just not believing it. I mean, there's kids in my area, Montgomery, and they'll be out all hours of the night with guys twice their age. You'll see them at the gas station. You're like, what are you doing? You know? Right. And you know, it's like even for the parents, right? Because I know a lot of our women have young girls and you're working, you're mm-hmm. a single mom, mm-hmm. you work at night, you trying to trust that your child is doing what they're supposed to. Yes. They are in-house, they're teenagers. You know, it, it, it gets to a point where you say, my, my child is a teenager now. She can stay in a house by herself. That's she right. can do what she can do. That's right. You know, everything she needs to do until I get home. Mm-hmm. Right. And that whole mentality is the mentality that we grew up with from mm-hmm. our parents that has now changed. Right? Yes. Yes. When we are trying to, what is it that most of us are missing that we need to impart or build into our kids in order for them to know and to understand that this is a real thing? Is it just talking and education or or is it something else? Is it that they just don't believe it because of social media is like, what is it that we have to do? I think... I think there's got to be more more going into these schools, you know, more going into there and spreading that knowledge, um, getting into the school system, talking to them, and not just, you know, going into those communities and talking in those specific schools because um, sometimes they have to see the reality of it. You can't sugarcoat it. You know, you can say, you can go some places and you know how you can sugarcoat things and say, well, this is, you know, stranger danger. No. No, <laughs> um, at this point, uh, I see kids are a lot way more advanced and doing a lot more older things they shouldn't be doing at a younger age than I know when I was younger. Right. So being able to put that reality in front of them is something that is so necessary in the school systems to, because it's it's out of um, it's out of control. I know one school I was subbing in, and all the kids were given tablets, and this one particular little girl was taking pictures of her private area while everybody else was taking selfies and so I'm like something you see what I mean like the dynamics you know and you could kind of see where she hit it just by that you know because she thinks that's cute right that's not cute right but you know and it's just being able to 
recognize those signs and, and being able to educate. And then it has to follow in at home too, because a lot of these kids go home and then they adapt to what's at home. That's all they know. You know, that's all, they don't know anything else. So mm. I think definitely um, there's got to be some sort of programs implemented in the school systems to, to where, to empower, to empower these young girls to think beyond you know um. exactly like back in the day for me we had scared straight right yes and dare yeah That's right we had scared straight and and uh, the, i mean it did it did its job for me <laughs> right because yes. they come get you Absolutely. in junior high school they mm-hmm. take you to a jail they put you on a bus they take you to a jail like you were going to jail and you sitting in front of real criminals and they are giving you everything they got to scare you not to come. Uh-huh. It's like they are traumatizing you not to come to, yes. not yes. to, come to jail, right? Mm-hmm. And so why is it so taboo? I know here they try to keep it under the radar as much as they can. Uh-huh. Where a lot of the women who are survivors, it, they are... Uh, a little bit afraid to come out is it that is so fresh and so traumatizing where they feel like they're too embarrassed to speak out or do we need to fund more organizations like you know I'm trying to figure out what is the what is the way in which we can get the word out the biggest thing is having survivors but the survivors are in positions where they don't want to talk about it. No. Mm-mm. Right? Um, but that's the real life of it. But what happens to them? Do they have programs and stuff that helps them? Right. Um, I think, you know, have obviously having programs for survivors, but I think it's just like that real, okay, You know, you could sit in the class and talk to somebody about human trafficking, you know, all day, unless you've got some visuals or something that's going to stick. It's going to be hard to just, it's going to be like sex ed. You're going to be like, whatever. Exactly. Um, However, some places have done approaches where they will go and have their faces completely messed up, like with makeup, you know, just Mm -hmm. really rough looking, looking like they've got scratches, scrapes. And then, you know, how those people do those impromptu things in a mall where they'll just start yeah. acting like they're being taken, you know, yeah. that, that sticks mm-hmm. because you're going to forever remember that. And I'm like, That's oh my right. gosh, that girl, when she was taken out the mall, I thought that was so, you know, so yeah. real. And it, it gets the point through. Sometimes I think you just got to get creative when it comes to human trafficking. Everybody's all about human trafficking education and getting out there and educating, but it's the way you do it. That's going to stick. Mm-hmm. Um, the way and that you deliver that message. So tell us about your organization and how you're helping um, to kind of help in this area and combat this human trafficking thing. Cause it's, it's a big, un- why is it so under the radar too? That, 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 that's the other yeah. thing. Because it's like the, if you talk about it, then it's real. Mm. So, um, you know, with the white van, Everybody was like, now I work plenty of crime scenes where legit 
I mean, there were rapes and sexual assaults that happened inside of these workmen. So I'm not going to discredit that at all. Yeah. But um, then it makes it become more of a serial killer than it does human trafficking, you know? So I think it's just <sighs> putting out those real facts about human trafficking, letting people know the real facts about human trafficking. Um, within our organization, we have a few projects. Um, one of them is Operation Freedom and Recovery, where we actually don't really talk about it, but we're going through Craigslist and we're looking for potential predators. Now they got rid of the dating area on Craigslist, but there's other areas that they're still promoting the exact same thing and trafficking right. in. They just, it's under a different category. So going through that and looking for potential predators, and then eventually we want to get to the point where we're going state by state and actually going to areas where young girls are missing from and actually doing, you know, searches saying, have you seen this woman? Do you have any leads? In those hotels, in those areas of town people don't really want to go in where and that's the problem nobody goes in there so nobody's going to know if they're up there in hotel room 108 because they're not looking for them you know right. um, but if you're in there and you're just like hey have you seen michelle da, 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 da. well i seen her she was in room 107 you know you don't know and so different things like that is where we hope to expand to with operation freedom and recovery because you've got to get out on the ground floor besides just doing the research in order to help because law enforcement can only do so much you know they can only they can only do so much to their bog down they have different tasks they're on the streets they're solving all these other crimes they don't have the time to dedicate all day every day to human trafficking it's just not going to happen that's a sad thing to me that's a sad thing to me that sounds like with everything that we got going on in the list, mm -hmm. human trafficking is probably number 18. Mm -hmm. So we we know it's wrong, but you know, um, we have to worry about, you know, things that are going on now in the world, but we're hoping that, you know, these young ladies will be educated enough to be aware so mm -hmm. that it doesn't happen to cut things down. Where it's like, no, you are, these predators know how to psychologically manipulate your children with anything that they can, anything that they can grab, like you said, in any channel that they can get. Mm -hmm. Because obviously there's big money in this, right? Yes. Right. Which is why also you have to be careful of these. Some of these organizations, there's a lot of them out there, but not all of them are legit. Um, you've got plenty of homes. There's plenty of homes everywhere, drop-in centers for victims. But a lot of these people won't go on that ground floor. If you're going to arrest, I mean, and that doesn't mean putting yourself in harm's way or danger, but I mean, there's just got to be some ground forces. There's got to be some movement. Um, and that's what we want to do with Operation Freedom is to go to areas and say, okay, we're coming to Chicago on December 4th. Who wants to volunteer in Chicago? I mean, you'll get a ton of volunteers. People will, but it's just, you just, um, yes, there's homes. Yes, there's education, but the method isn't working to me. Uh, some of it is, but it's, it's just not. Um, there's got to be some unique spin to put on this to help, you know, get some of these victims because 
there's homes, but they're not full. Yeah. Because there's so there, I mean, there's so many. I mean, if you look at the amount of homes and spaces that are available to these victims to the actual number of people that are missing, yeah. they're not just missing or they're not serial killer walked off with them. Not all these girls, not yeah. all these little boys. Um there's gotta be some some organization out there trying to, you know, get on the ground force and trying to look for ways to get these people out of these situations because a lot of what you're going to see like I said it is tied into prostitution mm -hmm. so for our moms who are listening or who will listen um what are some of the things that they can tell their kids or if their kids are listening what are some of the things that they can be aware of when they are you know taking a bus going to work coming home from work riding in the uber um, um, out with their friends? What are some of the, uh, the things that they need to be aware of to kind of protect themselves? I think one of the things is, one of the tips is to always go in groups. You know, try not to just go somewhere or to a certain place by yourself um, because they see that. Um, it was, I was watching one video one time and they had staged it so that they were gonna kidnap this one girl but they had all these people and it looked like just a, bu a busy parking lot shopping area, but all of them were in on it, except for the girl. So somebody's over here carrying the baby, putting the baby in the car. Somebody's coming out the store with a basket full of groceries. Like it just made it look normal. So if you don't know what to look for, all this is normal to you. She goes and puts her basket away, but they get in the car, in her car, while she's putting her basket away. So it's just, being aware of your surroundings. And then also I've, I'm an advocate for being able to protect yourself. If you don't wanna carry a firearm, then at least carry a taser, at least carry some pepper spray, at least have something on you. Um, I think also monitoring your child's social media um, is a big one because even on my social media, people I don't know come into my inbox to talk. So I can only imagine what's going on on kids. Um, I had one, I did one training one time and um, she was about four or five years old and her mom came in with them. It was a two women brought in their kids. And um, she was like, yeah, she had her cell phone and then we got the Santa app and this man came in through the Santa app and then she has her Xbox and then somebody was talking to her through her Xbox and then she's got her laptop and I'm like, whoa, why does your kid have all this stuff first off at like four or five years old? And then you're noticing somebody's coming into each one, but yet you keep buying all these, right. you know, right. these technology things. And there's no, she's not putting any um, security settings or anything on them. So anybody's coming in. So I think that's one of the other things too. And I think for women, I don't care who you are. If you're dating somebody, run a background check or find somebody that can um I cannot say that enough that's something I learned way back when I was doing crime scenes and it is amazing when you just pull up somebody and you're like oh my gosh I almost went on a date with that person and their rap sheet is like it's just it's just things that you wouldn't think to do but when you do do it you know and there was plenty of calls of where I've gone to the mall or something and somebody was like hey you know would you like to go out on a date 
And then I'm listening on my crime scene radio and it's like, this guy has been charged in DV incident with his wife. And it's like, you know, but not everybody has access to that in the public. So I'm like, just think of how many people get themselves wrapped up in a situation because they didn't, I don't need to research him. I don't need to look, you know, if he has a job for real. These are things that you should be doing, you know, to protect yourself and to protect your child. Um, and then I think another big one is allowing your kids to go over to other people's house, right? Because <laughs> no, <laughs> no, mm -hmm. you are one way and you have your beliefs. Other household might not be that way. They may play it off to you, but you don't know, you know, how they are when you're not around. Right. So just simple things, simple things. Wow. So how can someone get involved in your organization and how can we find you and um, how can we help in your organization's endeavors in educating and combating this uh, whole big thing of human trafficking? Well, you can... Um... There's several ways you can reach out. Um, you can email me, and then that's at Angelica B, A N G E L I C A B, at TSVRP, which is the, the Silent Voices Research Project.org. So, Angelica B at TSVRP.org. You can also call my number, which is 334 595 9635. And we're re I'm revamping the SCP page. So, you can also reach out to my PI page, which is abinvestigate.com. Thank you so much for being You're here. Welcome. And thank you for giving us the knowledge and everything that we need. I mean, it is it is it is really scary. It is a really scary thing, but I think you know, like you said, with continued education and some kind of action. Yes. And and sounding the alarm on this thing. That that's the biggest thing. Sounding the alarm on this thing is that's the right. The, the, the biggest thing that we need to start mm -hmm. to combat this thing, we know was there, mm -hmm. but we have that thing, oh, because it's not happening to me. Right, right. So like in Atlanta, you know exactly in Atlanta where not to go to, because right. you know what's going to happen in them areas or what exactly. does typically happen. It needs to be the same way with human trafficking. It needs to be, I'm aware of if I go to the store, somebody could be three hours over watching me. I mean, just, you know. You know, I, I saw a report the other day that they are training uh, beer delivery truck drivers to look at, to uh, look for human trafficking or to know what's going on because on their travels, you get to see it. And obviously, you know, we have our, uh, our um, opinions about yes. truck drivers, right? And right. what's happening, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like the beer companies are training them to spot human trafficking. Which is good. You know, mm -hmm. and you think about all the people in transportation where they probably do see it or just be like, oh man, you know, that stuff is just normal that's going on. You see these young girls coming up or at the gas station or whatever. And you like, this is a girl that's probably missing, mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. has been taken by someone mm -hmm. who is now 
probably looking to go home or have been brainwashed and drugged That's right. to do this or else. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. So I hope we come up with more solutions to do it. Yeah. But uh, just give us your email one more time, your social media and everything so sure. that we can um, get some more information. Sure. So on social media, you can reach out to um, Angelica Brooks Investigative Services, or you can reach out to the Silent Voices Project. Both of those are on Facebook. You can reach out. My email is B at tsbrp.org. Or you can call me. My number is 334-595-9635. Angelica, thank you so much for being here. And thank You're you so welcome. much for being so transparent. Okay? Thank you. Have a good one. <laughs> All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.